It's Tuesday, November 30th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about Web3, the passing of Virgil Abloh and Stephen Sondheim, and Jack Dorsey's resignation from Twitter. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. The term Web3 has been popping up in recent months, referring to what some technologists and cryptographers think is the next stage of the internet. So Web3 is a trendier way of saying Web 3.0, and this is the stage that would come after Web 2.0 that we all experience right now, and Web 1.0, the era of internet that luckily is behind us now. 1.0 refers to the much earlier days of the web that was pretty much limited to reading and maybe some light interaction. This was a very messy time for digital experiences, with web pages just kind of all over the place, with no real organization to the cyberspace. Web 2.0 refers to how we interact with the web today, where what we now call big tech companies have come along and created a much more structured way of navigating it all. Think how Google and Facebook have refined and consolidated how users can search and communicate on the web. It's a much more digestible process. Even though the 2.0 experience is inarguably better than its preceding generation of 1.0, there are still criticisms about how it currently functions. The main concern being the consolidation of power between a few companies that hold massive control. Namely, the same companies that revolutionized the web experience in the first place. Google, Facebook, Twitter, etc. They argue that, online or off, it's pretty unprecedented for centralized platforms to hold so much power. For example, buying something online or chatting with someone online is currently at the mercy of what these companies will allow us to do or say. And considering that the world now runs on the internet, This is seen as problematic to some. So enter the idea of Web 3.0. The goal of Web 3 is to move users to a more decentralized experience, allowing people to interact in a more peer-to-peer approach without the need for a third-party platform in order to do so. This idea stems off the blockchain technology, which has allowed the creation and rise of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. I've touched on blockchain in past episodes, but in short, what it is is essentially a way to transact online, and transact here could mean many different things, from person to person, safely, securely, and independently. So for example, if I wanted to send someone some money, I could send it to that person instantly, without the need for, say, a Venmo who charges fees and has their own terms of services, and also subjects users to possible bank fees and terms of services. The underlying technology that allows this to happen is probably worth another episode, but what's important here is the implications of being able to take action online entirely on your own. Advocates of Web3 are saying that users could start to gain more control over their online lives using this technology. So theoretically, instead of needing to create a bunch of different accounts all over the web in order to participate in the online world, which is very logistically inconvenient and a privacy nightmare, people would keep their information to themselves and still be able to move around and perform actions digitally. 
Now, some technologists are saying that this doesn't mean current big tech companies will necessarily be replaced by Web3, but it will probably be more of a merger where platforms could integrate these decentralized features into their products. It's the start of a much larger conversation about how the blockchain and decentralized technologies are moving beyond just cryptocurrencies and starting to find its way into our everyday lives. Over the weekend, two industry magnates passed away, fashion designer and entrepreneur Virgil Abloh and composer Stephen Sondheim. Virgil Abloh was the founder of fashion house Off-White and the menswear artistic director of Louis Vuitton. He also had a close relationship with Kanye West, who he served as artistic director for starting in 2011. Abloh was a highly influential figure in the fashion industry, credited with spearheading the marriage of street and luxury fashion over the last decade. On Sunday, it was announced that he had passed away after a two-year battle with a rare cancer. He was 41 years old. Stephen Sondheim was also a revered industry leader, but for music, particularly American musicals, where he worked as a composer and lyricist for decades. Sondheim composed some of the most popular musicals on and off-Broadway, including West Side Story, Gypsy, Assassins, Sweeney Todd, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, Into the Woods, and more. Over his career, Sondheim was awarded an Academy Award, eight Tonys, eight Grammys, a Pulitzer Prize, and a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Kennedy Center Honors. The cause of death is still unknown, but Sondheim was 91 years old. Twitter co-founder and CEO Jack Dorsey announced his decision to step down, which is effective immediately. Dorsey says that the decision was all his and that he felt that it was time for the company to move past a founder-led leadership. Dorsey co-founded Twitter 16 years ago and became the company's CEO five years ago, and has since also founded and become the CEO of digital payment company Square. He didn't state a reason for the sudden departure, but taking his place immediately is former Twitter chief technology officer Parag Agrawal. Today is Tuesday, November 30th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.